You heard that, everyone. Welcome to episode two of Bond in the Vest Lord. Oh, this sounds like a radio show now. Yeah. Legs in the Fat Man, Bond in the Vest Lord, podcasting and the streaming and, well, you know, all that good stuff. So uh, we are going to be talking. What, what are we talking about today? We're talking about Final Fantasy that 15. Was, well, there's two big things, I think, on the agenda. What's the other big thing? Uh, Blue Whales. Blue Whales? They're big. They're pretty big. I th- aren't they the largest mammals on the planet? I believe so. Yeah, that's pretty good. But that's what do you? For them. What else did you want to talk about besides blue whales? Uh, I think the Windows, the Universal Windows program. Yeah, let's fucking talk about that. We, we that shit's dope. Yeah, we we've done a bit of talking outside of that. Uh, yeah. So let's let's put Final Fantasy XV on the back burner for a few minutes to give Microsoft some time in the spotlight, some due time in the spotlight because yes. they have had none of it lately. So um, why don't you tell people what this uh, the unification of the Xboxes and the Microsofts and the PCs is? Well, I mean, Microsoft finally got smart. Well, not finally. They're, they're smart people there. But they were just like, you know what? We're, we're being outsold like two to one right now by Sony's PlayStation 4. So there's just no way, I think, for them to recover in terms of just straight-up console sales uh, between Xbox One and PS4. So they're like, you know what? And this is the smart part. They're like, let's not make the Xbox One a separate platform altogether. Let's just make this all about Windows 10. So what's happening here is they've created a development environment where you can create something called a Windows a universal windows program. And the idea behind it is you develop this thing once and it could be a game. It could be just an application. It could be whatever you develop this thing once. And then it plays on any windows 10 device, smartphone, which no one has uh, PC that's running windows 10 Xbox one runs windows 10. So what you could do is you, you take a game like quantum break, which is coming out in a couple of days or a few days. And basically, there was no real porting process involved in that. The developers make the game once, and it runs on both Windows 10 PCs and Xbox One. Your cross, your your save is cross-platform, and it syncs through Xbox Live. Uh, and if the game is multiplayer, you play multi-platform games together. Ari, are you feeling that? I'm feeling it. I'm feeling I'm... a revolution coming. Yeah. So what's badass about that, and I don't know if you, dude, I, I don't know if this, I actually just read this story earlier, like maybe about an hour ago. I did not read it then. About, about, uh, Valve's security woes with Steam. No, this, this I, was I, bad. I have not heard security things. Dude, this was bad. Okay, so 16-year-old college student, so he's a smart kid, uh, 16-year-old university student, uh, in London, crea- basically finds an exploit in Steam months ago. And he reports it to Valve, and Valve doesn't do anything about it. So what he does is he creates proof of concept. Well, not even proof of concept. He he takes advantage of it. So what this what this uh, security flaw was, it allows people to create bogus game pages, like store pages on Steam. So he created a game called Watch Paint Dry, which was not a game. But he was able to go into the Steam store and post this bogus game up. Uh, you know what? I did see the headline for this, actually. And that's the reason why there have been so... And after that, the crazier part is he finds another security flaw that basically allows anyone that has um, Steam developer access to take over the back end of Steam. Basically becoming a Steam admin. I would like to become a Steam admin. I mean, uh, let's do this. Uh, let's let's be admins, Arya. Okay. So I'm going to take down all the bullshit early access games. And I'm going to shut the whole thing down because they've got to secure this. That's the reason, though, why there's been basically back-to-back Steam platform updates the last couple of days. And he you know, he said he's going to stop. He's, he's going to stop going after Valve only because he was sort of disappointed in their response because they don't have like a, a bug bounty program. Whereas companies like Facebook and, and Google and just about everyone else has something. You know, even if you give the guy a couple hundred bucks for finding the exploit, those, to me at least, those seem like p- pretty big fucking issues. No, those are huge issues, man. I mean, like, 
you know, if any if any guy could just go and post a game on Steam, no, does I, that I, not that, scare you? No, that that's that's completely a valid argument. But uh, I mean, I don't know. Valve, Valve just don't give a fuck anymore. They're not the same Valve yeah, that they were. But, but you know what though? Like my credit cards on file with these guys. My email address is on file with these guys. Like all of your personal data is on file. Uh, is on file with these guys that just seemingly don't give a shit. Well, I mean, I, then, I I do hope they patch it. Like, it's not something where I wanted to sit dormant and they, but them they, not do they've anything. They've known, but he reported to them months ago, and they didn't do anything until he actually had to take advantage of it in the real world, in the wild. Well, it sounds, I, that's the approach some of these companies have. Again, I just don't think Valve is very proactive so is, in anything anymore. This is where the Windows, the Universal Windows program, kind of because I I like. Steam as a program. I like it as a store. I don't think I particularly like Valve as a company anymore. Um, So I would not mind somebody else coming in and stepping up. EA Origin didn't do it for me. Uh, Uplay didn't do it for me. But if you're telling me cross-platform... if So let me ask you this, Steam. Ask. If, if Valve says... Not Valve. If Microsoft says, okay... Here is Gears of War 4. And you buy this game once through the Windows Store. And you could play this on your PC. Or if you have an Xbox One, you could play it there. Or if you've got a Surface Pro, you could play it on that thing. Does that not sound really nice? And it's cross-platform. Whereas if you buy it somewhere else, like on Steam, you lose all of that. Which version would you decide to buy? That's that's a difficult. I have the the PC one. Well, they're both PC versions. But would you buy it from the Microsoft Store, the Windows Store, or would you buy it from Steam? If Microsoft the, is guaranteeing you no, all these I'd other parts, no, I buy it from the Microsoft Store. Yeah. So, I feel like this is the one opportunity we have now to sort of make Valve do something. Actually, I'd like to change my answer. I would like to buy it from Jimmy's Taco Stand down the street. Where you know what? What valid valid way to buy the game? Yeah, totally. Uh, it, that's that. If you use cash, it's probably more secure than using Steam. Exactly. Exactly. I so, like it. There you go. But um, yeah, I don't know that that just. I mean, that was just posted a couple hours ago, today, um, Friday, the first. And that is not an April Fool's joke. That was a real thing. Oh, no, we ain't fooling. We don't fool on this podcast. This is a no. serious podcast because it won't be out on April Fool's Day. So, ha-ha to you yeah. guys. April Fool's Bitches. for that. But, yeah, that's uh, that. I mean, so I'm I'm kind of excited about this because, like, you and I both have Street Fighter on two different platforms. Yes. Uh, and I play on multiple platforms. It'd be nice to not have to hook my PC up to a television and to be able to play the game natively on an Xbox One on a TV, on a couch, without worrying about driving cables like from one room to another, dragging cables from one room to another. Um, I don't know. So I'm I'm pretty stoked about that. And Microsoft, Phil Spencer was pretty adamant about like pretty much first party games going forward. For Microsoft, are going to do this. Forts is doing it. It's, sounds pretty good to me. I'm I'm down with it. I mean, uh, Killer Instinct was the the first one to start doing this, right? Uh. I think technically, I think for complete cross-platform, yes. That's like that's, ca- see, that's pretty damn snazzy. So, it, you know, it's a free-to-play game, and if you buy in-game purchases on the PC version, if you hop onto an Xbox One and log in with the same account, all that stuff's there. I see. I'm, I'm digging it. I'm freaking digging it, man. I'm yeah, liking this. So, Microsoft for the win. So they're doing something. I like it. Yeah, they're doing yeah. something. No, I mean this is this is fucking legit. Uh, I mean, I I personally support Jimmy's Taco Stand for all my video game purchases. But if I was going to purchase something otherwise, it would totally be from the Microsoft Store if they're going to start doing stuff like this. So yeah, I mean, good for Microsoft, man. That's that's something. That's a feather in their cap. You know, many feathers in their cap because they're going to be making many many monies. I think from this, all the monies. All yeah, the yeah, monies. yeah. Um, okay, so. Enough about Microsoft, because whatever, man. Their time in the spotlight has come and gone on this show. Maybe we'll talk about them next week, but not anymore right now. Fuck this. Oh, Actually, boy. I want to talk about something real quick. 
Um, uh oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even warn you about this. Uh, yeah, I'm, so I'm scared you, now. Did you hear about the uh, the Overwatch thing going on where they uh, they had to take off Tracer? The sexy pose. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think people kind of need to grow a little bit of a backbone and just just it. Well, I I don't right, think it's I don't think it's that big of a deal. Like it's it's not intentionally trying to be sexist. It's just a character trying to be sexy. Well, the argument was they, I mean there are other sexy poses in that game, and the original poster had no problem with that. I think the issue was that there's nothing about Tracer's character that matches this, and I sort of agree that matches the sexy pose. Now, here's where do you stand on this? I so you're you're I, thinking they just got to get over it? Kind of, yeah. I mean, that, that's, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. <laughs> my see, in my mind, here's the thing: I'm not a woman. Number one, so I, I don't know how the feminist movement. Well, w- women don't have to be feminists, but I don't know how the feminist movement felt. I, I think the original poster was also a guy. Um, two, if it was one like, so I feel like it's Blizzard's game, and they can do with it whatever they want. And not for nothing, the game technically isn't out yet. So any changes they decide to make, to me, isn't even public-facing to begin with. So technically, Tracer has not changed because the game actually isn't out yet. It's going through its testing phase. Yeah, I, I get it. It's just, like, I I didn't find... Like, it wasn't overly sexualized. I was looking at it, I was like, I, I don't see the problem, but I guess, you know, if, if someone does, it's whatever. I... I don't think it was absolutely necessary to take it out of the game. I It's it's yeah. weird cuz in my mind, I always thought that looking over the shoulder thing with your gun is sort of like a disrespectful thing like I've left you behind. I didn't think of it as a sexualized pose. I thought of it as a disrespectful like aha, I won. Peace out. Like that's kind of what I thought. Uh I mean cuz that happens in fighting games all the time. Like there are a lot of poses in fighting games where like you turn your back on the other opponent. So that's what I gathered from it. I didn't gather like sexuality from it. Yeah, I I don't know. The the whole article kind of put me off like it, did did you get aroused that much that this became a problem for you to concentrate on the game or something? I just I I didn't think of it as that big of a deal. And then I'm sure that put Blizzard in the position where if they didn't take it down at that point, it probably would have became an issue. So I mean, I get why they felt like they had to do it, but I feel like this shouldn't have even been an issue in the first place. Well, I think beyond the pose, I think what really should not have been an issue at all is the shitstorm that it created on the internet. Like, not it's Blizzard's game. They could do with it whatever they want. Whether they felt pressured by this one guy or not is not, you know, not of my concern. It's their game. They could do whatever the fuck they want with it. And if they felt, you know what, this is what we're going to do, this is the right choice, then so be it. Like, I don't care. Um, But it's amazing how up in arms people got about it and how weirdly, um, how should I even say this? How weirdly, um, like, people that didn't even play the game were up in arms about it. Which to me is weird. Well, that that's what happens. Like this this thing hits mainstream, then people start jumping all over it who know nothing about, you know, where yeah. this is coming from. And it's it's like really like you don't know how this character acts. You don't know anything about the game. You don't know literally like you just read a paragraph and a half about this and that's it. And you think you like this is absolutely something you need to weigh in on because this is obviously your expertise. So, yeah, that's I think that's my biggest issue with the whole thing is just how it got this reaction out of people that have never played the game that and, and it's weird to see people say, you know, just openly admitting I've not played this game. I don't know what the fuck it is, but this is ridiculous. And the feminists have won again, like one of those types of things. And I'm just like, this is stupid. Like it's it's a game. And again, it's Blizzard's game. They can do whatever they want with it. Like not for nothing. Capcom before the release of Street Fighter um, Street Fighter 5, they actually changed some camera angles for winning poses because they felt it was overly sexualized for certain characters. I don't mind that. It's their fucking game. They could decide to do with it whatever they want. Um, so I don't know. I, I kind of don't... 
I just thought the shitstorm that occurred afterwards was dumber than the actual thing that happened, you know? Maybe that's what I had the problem with is the reaction from everyone yeah. rather that than the, the guy. Like, I will totally agree with you. Because not for nothing, I don't know if you read the original post. It was not hostile. It was just like, I don't feel like this portrays the character. So it's just a little awkward is kind of the way the guy came off. Um, and then the shitstorm that came after that was unbelievable. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm a little more bitter about that than the actual person posting it. It's just, like, it's such a big deal over a, not even the character model, a, a pose, a singular pose that in that case wasn't even, like, that big of a deal to begin with. It was... It wasn't that he was saying it was too sexy. It was that he said that it, it, didn't, like, it fit didn't fit character. the character. Yeah, because not for nothing, he did not like. There's another. Uh, what is it? The Black Widow or something? The the other one of the other female characters in the game. She has a much quote unquote sexier pose than that. He didn't. He's like, I don't care about that because we've established that that's her character. So he was okay with that. He wasn't going after all of them. He was just going after this one specific thing. Because he just felt in his mind it didn't, it didn't match the character's persona, so to speak. So I, I kind of agree with him. I don't care, but yeah, to me, if you're if you're upset about the shitstorm that occurred afterwards, I'm totally in agreement with you on that one. Yeah, I think I'm a little bit more mad about that because I like uh, someone brought it to my attention, and I, I was just like, like, why is this such a big deal? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, neither do I. Yeah, uh, I, I really don't know why it was such a big deal afterwards. Um, uh, to me, that was dumb. Yeah. So speaking of sexy, let's uh, move on to uh, Final Fantasy 15. Wow, what a what a fucking weird segue, but that works. It does work. Yeah, that's why that's, I said it. What, yeah, fucking sexy baby. Mm. Wow, I just made it weird. And that's no, okay. It's all right. I'm we, I'm we rubbing fix, lotion on myself. I'm feeling sexy right now. So you 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 just keep going. You keep going. I'm gonna I, keep rubbing the I, lotion. Do it. Okay. All right. So, so, Dean, did you? So, did you? Did you watch the? Um, it was like an hour and ten minute long presentation. I don't know if you saw. I watched the trailer. It was good enough. Okay. So I actually a couple of days back, um, Square Enix basically rented out this theater venue, uh, six thousand seats, and they had this. It was called Uncovered Final Fantasy Fifteen. And it was weird because I think that was the day that we were also kind of like, why are there so many Final Fantasy ads on Twitch? Like there was just a lot of Final yeah, Fantasy ads. Yeah, on it, Twitch. it was it was inundated with with tons of ads. Just so Final I was Fantasy like, is everywhere. the game? Yeah, I was like, is the game coming? Like, what's going on? Uh, so what they were doing is, uh, in that e- that evening, they they held this press event, and they they basically said, all right, we are going to point out fifteen things about Final Fantasy fifteen that you might not be aware of, or that no, that you are not aware of. And here's so here's the weird thing for me. I really loved Final Fantasy uh, six tactics. I enjoyed seven. I didn't like eight that much. Nine I enjoyed. So I would Final Fantasy five I enjoyed. I'm not by any means a retro gamer. I think what I'm saying is that just in general, I haven't enjoyed Final Fantasy in a very long time. Uh, pretty much anything after ten. I did not care at all about 13 didn't give a shit about it. 12 didn't give a shit about it. The MMOs didn't give a shit about them. Although I hear good things about uh, 14 now in its current state. How about you? Like, did you ever give a shit about any of this stuff? About Final Fantasy? After like the PlayStation era, like modern Final Fantasy games. Um, well, giving a shit in a positive sense. Absolutely not. Uh, giving a yeah, shit like, in actually, the I hate these games sort of sense. I yeah, I mean, I uh, thirteen was the biggest like lemon that I've ever seen come out of that studio, and that's that. You run down a corridor for thirty hours, basically. Oh, and then it opens game. up. It opens up end game all of a sudden. Like yeah. you're you're in a fucking open environment. I'm like, why did yeah. why why would you do this? This no. Wait, so fuck. And then all of a sudden, the game became sort of good. But you've just gone through 30 hours of corridor running. Well, that's the thing. Like, I got to that point, and I literally just screamed no 
till I <laughs> could get like I did the one storyline that you have to do just to get through that point, and I went back to quarter running till the end of the game. Yep. So I didn't care about that. I didn't care about twelve. Didn't care about ten. I played through all of ten. Didn't like it. Twelve. I played about five hours, and I said I had enough. Uh, thirteen. I looked at it. I. I was morbidly curious about 13. I actually did watch a good chunk of it through a live stream. Uh, and then I just knew the game wasn't for me. Like, just from viewing the live stream. But I will say this. So, 15 actually got me excited. I, uh, I, I like, after watching the trailer, I was, I was a little hyped. A little hyped. Well, well, here's the weird part. I think the trailer is actually not good compared to what they showed. And I realized the issue with Square has become this. Their their trailers are so convoluted and so crazy that it becomes really off-putting. At least to a person like me. But when they broke down the basic plot of the game, so I don't know if you re- if you followed up on that. Basically, you have two kingdoms. One is overrun by another kingdom, and the king is overthrown, and the king's son, the prince, escapes. And that's the main character of Final Fantasy XV. He's the prince that's trying to retake his kingdom. And he's got three buddies with him. And I'm like, all right, so it's like a classic coming-of-age type of story. It's like the Lion King all over again. Um, But what's cool about it is, one, it's probably the best-looking open-world game I've ever seen. Visually, probably the most stunning open-world game I've seen ever. Um... Because, like, that trailer, they don't need CG for that game. In-game stuff in that game looks good enough. Um, That was one thing. And then, like, it seems like they're really going all in on this thing. So they announced not only the game, they announced a four-part anime, which is going to be on YouTube. Episode one's out now. And the four-part anime is basically describing... The it's it's telling the story of the individual characters before the events of the actual game. Then there's a feature length CG movie that's being released alongside the game that explains the falling of the kingdom, basically. And the voice cast that they have for that full length CG movie is insane. Sean Bean. Um, that, yeah, all right. He is the king. So, Sean Bean, I, I feel really bad for getting the other two names. Uh, she's another Game of Thrones actress. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. She's she's a Lannister. The, um, I, I don't watch Game of Thrones. I'm, I'm going to go with Peggy. No. Uh, it's Lindsay. Hold on. Can I, I'm going to type for a second, okay? Lohan. It's uh, definitely Lindsay Lohan. Uh, imagine. Then I would be way more Game of Thrones cast. Uh, okay, her name is because I feel uh, Lena Headey, that... Cersei Lannister. That's who she plays. Okay. Uh, did you ever see the new Dread movie? I did. She was Mama from Dread. Oh, okay. So she's acting in it. Um, is Carl Urban in it? Because I'd watch it. No, the guy Damn from it. Breaking Bad is in it. Wait, uh, with like not Mr. White Betch. That guy. Uh, hold on. Um, what the hell's his name? I I I, I never Aaron watched Paul? it. Yes, he's in it. Oh, God. <laughs> so they've got like a Hollywood-esque... Now, now, granted, just because you're an actor doesn't mean you're a good voice actor. But to me, it seems like they're taking this thing really seriously. Well, yeah, they paid a lot of money for a very large people, yeah, yeah. cast. So they're, they're, so anime combined with full-length CG movie, and the CG looked gorgeous. Um... They're even so in game. There's actually an Audi. The, the the vehicle that they're driving is an Audi. They are creating one production version of that Audi in real life, but it's not for sale. I don't know if they're going to give it away one day or what, or if they're just doing it to keep it as a company. But yeah, so they're creating this Audi out of this thing. We're gonna steal it. That's what the fuck's gonna happen, dude. It was a cool looking car. I'll be honest. Um, there there are so. In one part of the uh, the uh, the event, they actually showed the main characters in the car, and they were driving along, and they come along this cafe, this diner, basically. They walk in the diner, and there's a pinball machine there, and they start playing the pinball machine. And 
what's cool about it is that mini game they are releasing on Android and iOS. So they're kind of going all out on this thing. But the fact that the basic premise of the story makes sense to me goes a long way in just restoring my faith in their storytelling. Uh, nope, no faith restored yet. I'm going to wait till the game comes out and reserve judgment because I've been let down so many times. This, I've not given a shit at all about Square for 10, 15 years. Oh, more than that, actually. This actually looked really cool, and I got I got really I got so excited for it that I almost bought the insane collector's edition for that thing. But then I realized there was nothing in there that I actually wanted, um, because it basically consisted of the game, soundtrack, the feature-length movie on Blu-ray, uh, and a play arts figurine. I'm like, I don't like play arts figurines to begin with. The blue I don't want the Blu-ray of the movie because they're saying it's going to be available on streaming platforms and digital download services. I don't want to, I don't want a physical disc. I'd rather just have it downloaded. Uh, so then I just said, you know what? It was 269 bucks. They're only making 30,000 of those. I'm like, I just wanted to kind of get it for the collectability of it. And I realized 30,000 is a lot. That's not collectible. Um, so I just said, fuck it. I'll just get the regular version of the game when it comes I out. Say that that's a lot of money, man. Like I just, no matter what, that's, that's a lot of fucking money. I throw a lot of money at a lot of dumb shit. So it didn't bother me, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I got stoked. I got pretty excited for the whole thing. I, I like, I'm, I'm, I'm Dean, gonna be... why are you playing Orcs Must Die? No, I'm not. I'm just starting up the game because that's what we're going to be streaming later. Oh, I see. Uh, I see. but yeah, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to reserve judgment because like I said, I was decided for 13 and that game burnt me to no fucking end. And then, and then I gave 14 a shot and then they burnt me. To no fucking end. Well, did you play 14 before it was kind of rebooted? Yeah, and no, and then I played that? it after, and fine, great. That's cool, but you had to the, muddle through the lost, months yeah. and months and months of shit to get there. Like, I don't yeah. care if you fired your whole staff. That's great. That whole staff you fired should have had the game ready when it came out. Like, I just... I'm, or somebody should have just had the balls to say no. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you made it up to people, but, like, a lot that was too little too late you lost faith so i i don't, I don't know man I, I it's one of those things where i want to wait to purchase it and see the reviews before i do anything because it's i i don't want to spend 60 dollars again especially on something like that big of a time investment where it's just not going to be worth it anymore I, I i have hope but i'm not going to get my hopes all the way up till i see see the end result I, I absolutely hate Square Enix, and I'm still going to buy this game. I think this is going to be the first Final Fantasy that I actually buy in quite a long time. I'll, well, I mean, that's, that's that's impressive, because I, I have not bought a Final Fantasy game in, since 13, which, I mean, God, how that is long. Long, that is That is sooner than I. I have not bought one since 12. Yeah, 12. There's nothing wrong with 12. It just wasn't wasn't the best. That game sucked. No, I mean it. It they tried doing something different, and they put it in the Final Fantasy Tactics universe, which I which I did like. But um, worst yeah, Final just... Fantasy game, go. Oh, uh, I'd say eight. I would say eight as well. Yeah, that was that was gonna be my go-to. Fuck eight. That game was terrible. Yeah, like I'm not gonna count the online games because I feel like they don't fall into the same universe, so that's kind of hard to put in there. But yeah, I, I'd say eight. Like uh, I, twelve. 12 isn't great, but it's definitely not, like, just as bad as 8, I guess. And again, 8's not a bad game. It's just my least favorite out of all the Final Fantasy games. Actually, no. Wait, what am I saying? Was a- 13 is the worst. 8 eight gets a pass. 13, lightning, you bitch. My eyes on you. She's a model now for Louis Vuitton. That, that yeah, Which that is rubbed, really that, eerie. That rubbed me the wrong way, because I was like, she's, she's not a real person. That, that like, Yeah, that, that's really eerie. It's bizarre to walk by the Louis Vuitton store and to see her there. I don't know what to make of it. Uh, she's not real, so I don't make anything of it. Like I, I just find it really bizarre though that this comp- that this fashion company just decides to use her as a model. It's bizarre. Well, did Square Enix pay Louis Vuitton or did Louis Vuitton pay Square Enix to use her? Like, I there. Uh... 
I don't know what anyone gets out of it. I yeah, that, well that's the thing. Like, what does Square Enix get out of this? Because it's for a character that they're they're not for using an old anymore. Game. Yeah, yeah. So I don't understand who, what, why. I just don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say drugs. Drugs had a had a doing in it. I feel really bad if Louis Vuitton approached Square, and somebody thought it was a good idea. At Louis but see, that almost makes sense because if someone was like, "Yeah, guys, I just played this great game, Final Fantasy 13. Have you have you played it?" And then like some some dude in the corner is like, "Yeah, it came out like ten years ago." Well, fuck it, no, we need to use that pink-haired girl in one of our ads. Like, I feel like. Do they go like like is she hot? Like, yeah, let's go with her. Yeah, I, I feel like a corporate model. exec would do that. Like, yeah, I saw my kid playing this game. It, it looked good. I like the pink-haired girl. Put her on the cover of all this shit. Let's get her going, guys. That was yeah. That's just weird. It is weird, and I don't I don't really know what to make of it. Uh, that's it's fucking bananas. Yeah. All right. What else we got? What else we got to talk about? Um, we we got um yeah. We t- saw t- Batman. T- we get uh. Why, why don't we talk about your your little bit of Street Fighter experience? What What did I do? When you 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 trained and and then we went to a tournament. Oh yeah, man. That felt so long ago. Last week. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that wasn't that long ago at all. Uh, yeah, that was kind of crazy. So, you know, we're on the Street Fighter tip right now. We're all about that. Oh, totally. Um, I'm way into it. Um, so I decided, you know what? Let's fuck online. Like, let's go to, like, an actual in-person tournament. And I hadn't played in a while, so I was kind of rusty. I Like, it was just, like, between they're doing server maintenance and patches and this and that, and I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to wait till things settle before I start playing again. But we go in, and we decide, let's, it was like a 20-man tournament in New York City. And I went 0-2, which I'm okay with, because it's my first time playing in person. I feel like if I go now, I'd probably beat the shit out of some of those guys. I have all the faith in you, sir. All the faith. So, and then, you know, I don't, so I don't, the whole thing was kind of weird because I don't know if they were going to stream it. I don't know what their setup was. Uh, it was fun, but it seemed a little slapdash. They're, they're, they're a new, uh, new group. I, I, Although, I do give them credit for doing what they're doing because they're doing it all the time, which I, although I will impressive. say that, that, that video that we did. By far the best. Thing. You can find that on YouTube, guys. Check out uh, Geekade's YouTube channel. We'll put it in the show notes, and you guys can go watch Arya train. Train for serious. I fucking trained in remote in a remote island. Uh, I was there by myself, and I was I dude. It got serious. Like you should have been there. I you know, I wish I was there. Uh, I got I got real serious during that training session. Yeah, I, I know. I saw you set up the camera and everything. It, it got it got really super serial. I mean, there was definitely no one else on that remote island. It was super remote. Like there. Were... And then I realized, like, I had the re-realization of I must travel the world now to get better. Yeah, yeah. You, you walk down a lonely road and everything. It was, it was pretty serious, man. I mean, I, I was impressed. Uh, unfortunately, there there was uh once it got to the end, there was some pretty stiff competition. Uh, a lot of people playing the same characters, though. I, I noticed that. Like, we saw Birdie a lot. We saw, uh, what was it? We saw someone else a lot. Um, there were a couple Fangs, which was weird, because I never really saw Fang before that. A couple Kens. Uh, there was a Corinne that was alright. And, uh, I'd say that's as far as the spread went for that tournament. I mean, there were, I mean, there were only 20 guys there. I, it wasn't a big tournament. Um... Uh, the so I feel like if you look at the top tier players, you will see characters in there like Dalsim that we did not see because I mean certain characters like Ken are good for both scrubs and experienced players. No scrub can play Dalsim. It's just not going to happen. Laffy Taffy's difficult, man. Yeah, like they're just not going to be able to do anything with them. Same thing with certain characters like uh, Bison, or um, yeah, they they just require a little more out of the player to get anything done. Whereas Ken, you could kind of go autopilot uh, and still sort of make cool shit happen. So I feel like at like mid tier and lower tier tournaments like that, you'll probably not see a huge uh, variety in character selection. That's just me though. I still, I stuck with good old Ryu cause I'm still learning the game. 
Uh, I I stick with no one right now because I don't have the time to play all the time. I'd say the person Charlie. I, I play the most is Charlie. I gotta get I gotta get nice pretty Charlie though, not the one that hides his face. You know, we actually had a lot of fun that day that we were um streaming that, and then people like some guys started like people started showing up in the battle lounge once we were getting ready to wrap up. But uh, I thought that was pretty fun though. Oh, that was fun. I I enjoyed I enjoyed beating that guy who was really bad. That Rashid was. Next level. Like, I didn't understand what he was doing. What the hell was the name of that Rashid guy in the tournament? A lame boy or something, I think he was called? Lamer boy. Was there a Rashid? Yeah, uh, no, not not the tournament we went to, the NorCal, where he did that crazy-ass fucking comeback move. Oh, that was amazing. And I, I gotta I see have... if I could find that in the highlights and, and link that, because that, that was, was really cool. That was unbelievable. Yeah, there was this one amazing combo that this Rashid player pulled off at the NorCal Regionals. That was just mind blowing. I I I was thoroughly impressed. I have not seen high level Rashid like that at all. I we just don't run into a lot of Rashids Rashid's from what we were general, watching. Yeah. Uh, I think he was the only one that I saw. I don't know if you saw another one after that, but um, at our or at that no, tournament, yeah. no. At NorCal, yeah, I didn't see any others. Yeah, but when it came down to like the this the. the big players who have been a large part of uh, these tournaments, you kind of see the same characters a lot, mainly because you're seeing the same people. But Well, yeah, right now, it's funny, though, because a lot of people haven't gone to the tournaments either because they... Um, Daigo, for example, famously said that he's not good enough yet to warrant showing up to a tournament. Um, That's what happens when you get beat by Lupe Fiasco. I guess so, yeah. Uh, did you see that Daigo has his own statue? Yes! Now, so what's cool about that, though, because I don't want the Daigo part, but the evil Ryu and Ryu portion of that thing looks awesome. Oh, it looks amazing. And then, But the thing is, Daigo's just standing there like a derp in the background, like, no, am I supposed to be here? <laughs> the cool thing about that, though, is it's three pieces. Oh, so you could just take so, them out and put them off to the side. Yeah, and, and if you put the... Um, the Ryu and the evil Ryu together, it makes like a perfect circle, basically. I like it. So, yeah. So that actually, I thought, looked really cool. You do not have to have the Daigo. I would not want the Daigo. I mean, that's just kind of weird. I, I I thought, like, it's kind of cool and kind of funny, but a little weird. So, um, the Daigo thing looked awesome, though. And not the Daigo. Fuck me. I'm, like, I'm losing track of what I'm even saying. Uh, the evil Ryu and the Ryu part. The Daigo awesome. and the Daigo was very Daigo. They were, they were all Daigo. Fucking Daigo. Daigo. I'm pre-orders for that statue is going up uh, around Evo time. They said I'm probably gonna get the Ryu and Evil Ryu part. When's uh when's Evo? Uh, mid July. You know what we're gonna be doing mid July? What are we going to Evo? Uh yeah. Oh God. I don't know if I can. Do yeah, it. you better fucking train hard because we're going. We are I going. They, I think they capped the entrance. Uh, I'm sorry. Dude. No, no, it doesn't matter. We're going. We're going. We're gonna kick in the door, and if someone's like, "You can't be here," you're gonna hadouken them in the face. Oh yes, I like your thinking. You've been practicing it. I saw. I saw little lightning bolts coming out last time. So you just gotta practice I'm, a little dude, more. I've also been getting better at anti-airing. There, I, I well, I saw that. I I saw that. I'm getting there. Uh, I'm I'm becoming a competent player. You you are certainly a competent player. There there is no doubt about that. I I watched you play. Aww. I I watched you go up against me. I mean, you were beating the shit out of me up left and right, and then you beat the shit out of that shitty Rashid. And then I'm I'm pretty sure you could take on most players. You you have certainly gone up in your uh in your skill. I'm moving on up in this. No, world. you you certainly are. Um, what else we got to talk about? I th I think that might you know what? let's let's just mention it real quick. Even though this isn't a movie podcast or anything like that. Batman vs. Superman. Not the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, no, you you haters gotta stop hating so much because it wasn't that bad. Like I didn't think so. There might have been some was... plot holes and stuff, but just taking it as like an action comic book movie, yeah, it was alright. It was alright, okay. yeah, I can I can deal with it. So I went into that movie thinking it would have been the worst movie of all time with the way that it was being reviewed. So I was sort of pleasantly surprised by all of that. Well, I just went in with no expectations anymore because everyone just made it sound so bad. I, was, I wasn't even going to hope. I was just like, all right, it's probably going to be shitty, but whatever. Yeah, and then I was just like, know, all right. We're going to see it in IMAX I, and 3D, so it's cool. 
And this came from a person who fell asleep. Uh, I mean, I felt terrible when we were there. I had an awful migraine. I took a 15-minute nap. I woke up and I felt great. And you know what? If I can make it through it, so can anyone else. I thought it was all right. Again, not the worst movie. I don't think it's des- I don't think it deserves the reviews that it's currently getting. A lot of heat, I'm man. Not- a lot of fucking heat. You know, you know what it is though. Number one, I don't need every movie to change my life. Let's start there. I don't need every movie to be fucking mind blowing. I will say, probably worse than every Marvel movie. I will, I will say that much. Um, I don't think there's a single Marvel movie that's worse than Batman v Superman. But this is not a this is not Adam Sandler tier bad, by any means. No, like I wouldn't go and watch Pixels before I'd watch this. No. And but this was reviewing like pixels, basically. No, you're right. It was, and that that upset me because it's certainly not that bad. No, I don't think so. I mean, and here's the weird part: I don't care what people think. I think Ben Affleck will make for a good Batman movie. I think Ben he's Affleck's a, just a good Batman. He's a good Batman. He's a good Bruce Wayne. He's a good director and writer, and he's directing and writing his own Batman solo film. That he's going to act in. So I think that movie has the potential to be really freaking good. And Gail Gadot, I was not that upset by her Wonder Woman. No, neither was I. I mean, even Henry Cavill was all right. I mean, he's not a bad Superman. I, I mean, he looks the part, no, he for does. sure. He's, he's he definitely a big looks dude. The I mean, he's fucking jacked. Yeah. yeah, he definitely looks the part. Um, so overall, I mean, I thought the movie just tried to do too much. Well, that, that was the problem. The writing and the directing was the problem. I don't think the actors were the problem in this movie. I mean, I'd probably say the worst actor in the movie was Jesse Eisenberg, and I just think it was the wrong person he, that got the part. Yeah. Or, or I mean, because bald, he sort of does look like Lex Luthor a little bit. I think just his mannerisms didn't kind of come off as Lex Luthor, he, but maybe... He's too I mean, crazy. This is, like, it's not... He's not sly enough. But let me ask you this, though. So, I mean, this is the dawn of the Justice League. I I only started reading comics with the New 52. So I didn't know... Like, did the comics ever explore Lex Luthor before him becoming who he was? Smallville did. I don't know if that's canon, though. I don't know if the comics do, to be honest. I know, like, Smallville is all Lex Luthor, Superman, Clark Kent bullshit. Because I honestly don't know Lex Luthor before the crazy Lex Luthor, the sly, maniacal Lex Luthor. You know, they're portraying him as a young kid or, like, a young guy, basically. And at the end, well, I mean, spoiler alert, I guess. Well, there's a transition. Let's just say that much. Um... You know, this, and I keep going back to this is the dawn of the Justice League. So maybe they're just kind of trying to establish who he was before the character that we know in the comics. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I I, mean, I didn't think it was good, but, you know, I wouldn't have expected that from Alex Luthor, but it didn't. I agree with you. It's probably the worst part of the movie. The, I, I don't even, I don't want to say the worst part. He was. It hurts me to say it, but he was he was the worst actor in the movie. Um, yeah, because the thing is, he's he's a typecast kind of guy. I think he could only really play one kind of role, like that nervous tick nerd in Zombieland, I think is what he's good at. Um, I agree with you there. He did not fit the role well, of Lex Luthor. And again, that's the thing. He played what they told him to play well. You know, people are like, oh, my God, he was terrible. No, like, he himself, as he an actor, wasn't yeah. terrible. What was written for him was for bad. Him, yeah. <laughs> like that, I agree that, with that. That's it. Because I don't – none of the actors did a bad job, and that's what I don't want to say. Like, it, I don't think this was any of their faults. Like, Ben Affleck and Daredevil, eh, kind of shitty. But, like, Ben Affleck – That was and, also just – yeah, that was just also a shitty movie. Yeah, like, Ben Affleck and this just – he, he wasn't – he wasn't bad. Neither was Henry Cavill. Neither was Gail Gadot. And like I said, Jesse Eisenberg, wrong part, but good acting. So you know, it, it is what he it is. He did what he was told to do. Certainly, yeah. yeah. That that I can I can definitely agree with. So, I, what I'll say is if if anyone that if anyone's actually listening to this show, and hey, dude, I I checked. Seen... There were we had 19 subscribers when I when I signed on to start moving around the uh, the cover. Moving art. on up in this world, um, and if you haven't seen it. 
I'd say probably not worth 23 bucks to see in theaters. Although, no, you know what? Uh, probably is. I take it back. That movie's like big, dumb action. And I don't think it'll... Like, I think if you watch it at home for the first time, you'll probably be disappointed. I, I had fun watching like all the 3D effects and stuff. That was cool. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think... You know what? Go see it in theaters. It's you're just going with very low expectations. Don't be hyped up for it. And I think you'll be, come out pleasantly surprised if you do it that way. All right, that's what we're recommending. Just ever, everyone go see it, but don't don't be out, excited yeah, no about it. Yeah, and you might come out like sort of pleasantly surprised and having fun watching some big dumb action scenes. I had fun watching big dumb action scenes. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I I don't regret seeing it. Let's just say that. I certainly don't regret seeing it either. So I mean that that's that's the gamer review for a movie from us. I don't regret seeing. <laughs> that's, I guess it's gonna be one of the pull quotes. Re- I guess it's a good review. Hey man, it could be worse. It's one, one, one of the few that they've gotten. I guess it's not a good movie by any means. Not a good movie, but worth seeing. I think it's an average movie. Yeah, no, it's totally like an average movie. Like I, this, this will definitely be one that DC isn't. You know. Being like, look at this one. We did great. I mean, money-wise, they've done fucking great. They've but... made so much off of this movie. It's unbelievable. Like, you would have thought bad word of mouth would eventually have gotten to it, but not at all. Yeah, no, absolutely not. That did not stop anyone from uh, going to see it. But I guess everyone wanted to, you know, see for themselves that it was a bad movie. There's a, Yeah, there's a morbid curiosity in there, I think. Although it's interesting. If you look at Rotten Tomatoes, again, the difference between critics and the average person, Thirty percent of critics gave it a good review, but audience seventy-four percent enjoyed it. All right, so I mean, you know that's I. The truth is somewhere in the middle. I think. I yes, I'd have to agree with you. The truth is somewhere in the middle. So I I think that wraps it up for us. Yeah, I'm fucking done. Yeah. All right. Fuck this. Wait, there's a new Predator movie coming out. Oh God, really? Twenty eighteen. I I don't know how I feel about that. Neither I don't know anything about it. Who's in it? I don't know, but after the one with Danny Glover, I was like, I'm done. And then I saw the one with Topher Grace where he turns out the well spoilers by the way, he turns out to be yeah. a fucking like serial killer fucking freak. Yeah, I was I was kinda done. I was I was not, done. Oh god, that was the new one with Adrian Brody, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. That was bad. That was that was really bad. It it was not a good movie. Did I ever tell you about like the week or so where everyone thought I was Adrian Brody? I could see that. That was really fucking weird, and I didn't even know who Adrian Brody was. I go up to a McDonald's drive-through, and not the guy giving me my food, but the guy working in the kitchen runs to the window, and he's like, "Hey, bro, it's Adrian Brody from King Kong," and I'm like, "What?" And then at my job. Somebody's like, bro, you look a lot like Adrian Brody. And I'm like, he looks like a crackhead. So I don't know how I feel about that. Well, it depends what role you see Adrian Brody in. Because he's done a lot of stuff. I've seen him in The Pianist. And then I also saw him as a drug dealer. <laughs> in, the, in The Pianist? The, the, the Pianist. You you tried real hard to enunciate that correctly. Well, yeah, because otherwise it sounds like penis. <laughs> you know I think it would have been better off just going with that. No, I, I didn't see him in the penis, though. He was Well, he wasn't in my penis, unless he's hiding in there. I really hope I don't have a dick troll. That would be weird. He's real thin, so probably wouldn't hurt getting him out. Terrible, terrible nightmares I'm going to have now of ripping Adrian Brody out of my penis. That's not even a magic trick that I want to do. I, I just got really lightheaded. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because it it fucking hurt. You're ripping a human being out of there. All Yo, right, no, you know, that one. you know who Adrian Brody does look like, though? Who? Martin Shkreli. Who the fuck is that? The dr- the pharmaceuticals guy. They got into so much trouble that bought the Wu-Tang oh. album. Dude, look, hold on. Before we sign off, I just want to hear your reaction. I'm going to send you two uh, pictures. All, all okay? right. Okay. One of Martin Shkreli. Uh... Find a good one. You only got one shot. I, I, I found a good All one. Right. Uh, where are you? Okay, here you are. Uh, let's go. All right, so here's Martin Shkreli. Uh, okay. okay. All right, I see it. I see it. Okay, now Find Adrian Brody in the same pose. 
Uh, not the exact same, but similar kind of demeanor right now. So, there you go. Uh, hang on, hang. On. I gotta, I gotta make the screen a little bigger. There, there can be a relationship there. Yeah, the, the bone structure structure is similar, but Adrian Brody's way more squinty. He's super squinty. Uh, well, that's about it, though. You look at the nose. Same kind of curved nose. Nah, Adrian Brody. Like, if you get a side profile of Adrian Brody, his is like, he's got that like Greek Italian nose where it like hooks down. That, that dude, they could be related. <sighs> like second cousins. Homework assignment for anyone that listens to the show. Go look up Adrian Brody and Mark. Yeah, Stone. and write into us. Tell us if tell us if ours is right or if if you uh, if you disagree. Uh, you get, I'm saying they're related. I, I, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's where he got all Illumina his money from. Illuminati and all of that. All right, guys. So that wraps up the show. Remember, to, uh, if you want to talk to us at all, remember to send us an email at mail at geekade.com. Or you can get in touch with us on Twitter, Facebook, or any of that good stuff. You can find us just by typing in Geekade. I guarantee you we will come up. It's that easy. Uh, we have tons of content on our Twitch and YouTube that you should probably also check out. We will include that below in the show notes and again if yes. you do want to get in contact with aria and i in specific you can reach me at kimono underscore Vestlord on twitter and uh you can reach aria at if 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 he wants to give it out ghetto bond all one word. all one word i like it no underscores no, no nothing no straight to business one straight word. to business yep. ghetto bond we'll be back next week for more shenanigans and ridiculousness and another episode of Bond in the Vessler. Till then, stay Vestly. Or Bondly. Yeah. Ooh. Vest Bond. Vest Bond. I like it. Goodbye, everyone. Ghetto Vest. Ghetto, Ghetto Lord. Ghetto Lord. I like that. Later, dudes. <laughs>